I don't I don't think uh, God approves. <laughs> God's like I I have nothing to do with him. I'm gonna walk away. I was never here. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode 52. This episode 207 we talk about Infinite Avengers. We head westward and Preacher Preaches. I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. Anton, how's your week been? We're actually recording a little early. Just a little bit. Yeah, so it's only been half of a week. So you mean to tell me you've done nothing exciting in three days? When was the last time I talked to you? I actually did something on Sunday. Finally checked out Volcano Bay. Oh, the the water park for... Is it Universal? Yeah, yes. Universal. It's pretty badass. Uh, I liked it more than I thought I would. Is it a lot of rides? Cause usually for new parks, it's very limited. Yeah, it's a lot of rides. And I, I guess the good thing about this park is that Tapu Tapu. Tapu Tapu. Why does that sound familiar? Because we actually talked about it on this show. Uh, it's um that wristband... That you get when you enter the park. Oh. And yeah, it's kind of like a fast pass that tells you exactly when to come back to your ride. Yeah. So you basically go throughout the park. On busy days, they only allow you to do one at a time. On um, not so busy days, they allow you to do two or three. But uh, so far, they've only letting people do one at a time. So you can go to one of the rides and it'll tell you the wait time. Let's say 30 minutes. Uh I I, I guess the watch has an RFID chip in there. Mm -hmm. So you just scan. It gives you a little timer on there. And also it vibrates and tells you, hey, it's ready to ride. Nice. And I'm assuming it's waterproof. Yeah, it's waterproof. So the good thing is, you know, when you go to water parks, you usually stand in line for such a long time. It's kind of a waste of time when you could be in the lazy river or, you know, the big pool or something. That's cool. Yeah, you get to actually enjoy yourself instead of, like, waiting in line in the burning hot sun. Yeah. Yeah, I I enjoyed this park quite well. There's two different lazy rivers. There's one where it has those tubes, and then the other one has uh, something where you wear a life vest. And the current is so strong that you just jump in and you're already flowing that away. That sounds a little bit dangerous. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty dangerous. Uh, um, if if uh, certain landscapes aren't made the right way, yeah. it can probably cut somebody or, you know, injure somebody. And the last time I went to a park that had something like this was at um, uh, Atlantis in Bahamas. Uh-huh. Yeah, they had a lazy river that is a uh, high current, just like this one. There is a scaffold that's kind of etching out. Mm-hmm. This little girl hit it so bad she had a big scratch on on the side of her um Ow. her shoulder, and you see blood coming out. It's pretty crazy. Ugh. Um, yeah. I mean, first of all, that sounds fun, but also with my luck, I'll be the one that get in, gets injured out of the group. yeah. It's actually pretty fun. <laughs> being that because it's a little extreme so my week as I, I thought i was gonna say the same thing as you about like oh i didn't really do anything but mm-hmm. as soon as you mentioned going to a theme park or amusement park i remembered something i went to disneyland and checked out one of the new foods at uh dca mm-hmm. 
I just texted to you. Not you, Siri. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just went to DCA and we checked out the new... I forgot what it, was. it used to be this ice cream shop by the Cove. The Cove Bar. Yes. But mm-hmm. they remodeled it and renamed it to, instead of the Abominable Snowman, it's the Adorable Snowman. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they That's have fun. a signature uh, lemon ice cream Pixar parfait. Ooh. And I texted you a picture. I don't know if you're on your phone with you. Yeah, uh, so, I see it. So it's a plastic cone, kind of like the traditional ice cream cone shape. Uh, mm-hmm. The bottom part is the lemon ice cream. The middle part, the blue part that you see, is... Blueberry, oh, blue raspberry slushy, topped off with more lemon ice cream on top. So it's kind of like a gelati. That's the thing. I didn't like that they called it parfait. Because <laughs> for, yeah. for me, parfait has some sort of fruit and yogurt in it. I mean, it is non-dairy, well, so I guess it is kind of maybe frozen yogurt. Yeah, and it has a, a cherry, so that counts, right? A yeah, cherry on top. There you go. You're right. You're right. There you go. That's <laughs> the fruit, dude. Yep, that's the fruit. It was so freaking good. I thought it was gonna be too sweet. The, the, the sour. From the from the ice cream and the tartness from the uh, blue raspberry slushy, they work together mm-hmm. so well, dude. It was yeah, freezing I, I bet. cold. It looks good. It was freezing cold that day, and we still wanted to try it. It was so worth it. <laughs> hey, so uh, I can't remember where's the abominable ah abominable snowman. It's a uh, well. It, I forgot what the ice cream shop used to be called. No, no, no. Um, what? What Pixar movie is it from? I can't remember. Oh, uh, I'm not sure. I wonder if that's from from Monsters Inc. It, it the way the way it's it looks. I would I would say Monsters Inc. But you're right. I don't know what Pixar. Oh movie. yeah, he's from uh, uh, Monsters University. Oh, that, maybe that's why because I haven't seen it. But yeah, so it's it's between if you're walking from the Cove Bar to where Cal is it was it California Screaming or just Screaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, screaming. Yeah, screaming. It's between, like that walking path between those two locations. All right. So the other thing I did, and it's kind of a sp- very spontaneous purchase. I bought uh, tickets to K-Rock Weenie Roast. So this will be actually next Saturday. Oh. Very short notice. Uh, it's going to be Blink-182, Panic at the Disco, Rise Against, Dirty Heads, Mike Shinoda, mm-hmm. Cold War Kids, The War on Drugs, AWOL Nation, Bishop Briggs, Alice Merton, and it goes on to the sub. First thing first, did you yeah. get good seats? I don't know, because the thing is, this used to be at the Verizon Amphitheater in Irvine. Mm-hmm. Like the, the, that's like the last time I went, like two years ago. I want to say was it two. Damn, it was two years ago. Uh, and so like I was so used to that setting, but now they moved it to the StubHub Center in, I believe, Carson. And I have no idea how the venue looks. I mm. mean, my seats are my seats are in the section right behind the mosh pit, but I don't know how it's set up. So I'm kind of waiting to see how how it is. Yeah, because I knew usually at the um, Verizon Amphitheater you can get uh, seats or you get lawn seats. Which even the lawn seats, you're far away, but you can still have a great view of the stage. Yeah, and it sounds good too. Yeah, the sound was great too. Yeah, you're right. So I'm I mean. That's the one thing. Like I was kind of like hesitant about going because I'm like I've never been to the StubHub Center. I don't know how it is, and my coworker just kind of like picked up. She's like, "You need to be more outgoing. Try it, because at least that way, if it's bad, then you can bitch. Don't bitch before you've tried it." I'm like, "All right, fine." <laughs> All right. So uh, I finally found out that the Abominable Snowman 
is from Monsters, Inc. He was actually in the mailroom, but then he got banished to the Himalayas. And um, he was also in Monsters University. Aww. They banished yep. him. Yep. That's whack. But now he's selling ice cream. Delicious treats for all the kids. Yep. And I guess they changed his name to Adorable Snowman. Well, it's funny because they, they have it. They have the Abominable Snowman. But it's like, you know, almost like a kid crossed out the Abominable and then wrote in crayon, Adorable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll be coming here in, what, two weeks, three weeks? Yeah. So maybe we'll check it out when you when you get here. Hopefully the weather warms up a little bit. I'm excited for Angry Dogs. So hopefully you get a chance to try that out when that opens. Angry Dogs. Is that the one that has like, the different flavored corn dogs? I don't know. Maybe they replaced it. But uh, I know this one's uh, one of the new Pixar ones. It's the angry character. Oh, Inside Out? Yeah, Inside Out. You mean Anger? Anger, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, no, I've, I've, I don't think I've heard of it. I mean, I probably see. I've, I follow the Instagram Disney blog, so I've probably seen it, but I, it doesn't ring a bell to me right now. Yeah, and then uh, also Senior Buzz Churros. I have seen those. Mm-hmm. The, I've seen the carts. Yeah, that's um, the one I'm that not... you uh, you showed me the other day that had the Pixar dust on it. No, that's separate. Or or, or, or you mean like the the location was is called Senior Buzz? The location is called Senior. Buzz churros. It's basically like a, like a little shack. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I mean, the the last couple times I've gone, it's the weather's been bad, so we just kind of rush in and out. Mm-hmm. Um, I still want to check out the, the new Pixar parade. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't look as bad as the the other one was at Disneyland last year. Um, was it Light Up the Night? What's it called? Yeah. Light Up the Night. Yeah. The, yeah. So. I'll check that out. I'll let you know how it is. I've seen some pictures from the other ones, and it looks pretty awesome. So this one I'm willing to give it a try. I think they should be lifting everything up soon because uh, they're almost done with the renovations already, right? Oh, it's so close, dude. Like, you can see. And, and uh, last time I went uh, with Juliet, she's like, oh, like, like you think they're going to try to open by fall? I'm like, no, they're going to try to open before summer. Like, even before spring springs up. I think by the end of the month they want to finish. Mm, okay i mean it should so, be ready for the summer because uh incredibles is coming out during the summer and they're doing yeah. a lot of uh promotions for a lot of stuff that's going on this summer too yeah that's what i'm saying though so it should be ready i i, I give it a month mm-hmm. um it looks like it's still under a lot of construction but it's just the scaffolding mm-hmm. everything's been replaced uh the new incredible coaster it's pretty much done i think it just needs a paint job and that's it so she's good to go. Yeah. And then for me, over here at the Disney World, we're going to have um, Toy Story Land opening. I think it's at, oh. uh, in June. So I'll probably uh-huh. check that out. Uh, there's no cast member previews yet. If there is, I'll probably sign up for it. And hopefully I can get a preview of that before uh, it opens. Yeah. I mean, last time you did it for uh, the World of Pandora, and that was, that was an amazing preview you gave us. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, throw back to what episode one <laughs> yeah episode one <laughs> all right uh what do you say we get into some news even though we've kind of been touching on it now yeah uh, let's do that all right news time all right anton so this past week we were really excited for the avengers mm-hmm. some people i don't know if okay i don't know if this ever happened to you 
Have you been in a theater and you have those people that just take that moment of silence in a theater to either yell something out or start just annoying people or antagonizing? Yeah. Yeah, that kind of happened in Red, so Red uh, Redlands. I forgot the name of the theater. Uh, a preacher took a moment to start preaching to the people in the audience when the screen, I think it was right after the movie ended, mm-hmm. uh, the credits were rolling and the screen went black. For some reason, there was a delay between um, the the end credit scene and the credit and uh, the credits ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, he started preaching saying, if you were to die tonight, would you be at peace with your maker? What? What do you... Th- what do you think everybody's reaction was? Oh, uh, what is this guy talking about? I mean, considering the news you've been hearing about, like, shootings and stuff like that, uh-huh. if somebody started, like, giving that kind of really religious, uh, a bit obscure mention of, like, you know, if you die tonight, mm-hmm. a lot of people freaked out. Yeah, he, well, that's the thing, he, he, pan- he made people panic it, panicking, and he's like, oh, I, I usually do the preaching in theaters and there's no issue but this time, the screen stayed black for just a little bit longer, and I guess it just scared people. But I didn't mean no harm. Huh. It's like, really? <laughs> like, I don't know. And also, too, wrong place, wrong time to start it, preaching it, at people. Is he really a preacher, though? Yeah, he's really a preacher. Oh, my God. You gotta learn when to preach. But that's the thing, though. Like, Not I'm during sorry, a movie. Don't they even see the sign? No preaching. They got they got to write in little letter, <laughs> little letters in parentheses next to it. Yeah. No preaching either. Yeah, because I, I, I'm pretty sure after he's done preaching, he's like handing out his business cards, like you know, hey, come to my church. I don't know what his thing is, but I'm like, dude, <laughs> uh, what's your what's your success rate? Like for for like bugging people at a theater when they're just there to I'm, be entertained. I'm just there to watch a movie. I'm not there to get preached. Yeah. And, and and they know he he's doing it because you know they know you're not gonna go anywhere until that end credit scene. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, I don't know. I, he he did get arrested at the time. I don't know if he got charged or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, what a that, weird. That's now. just stupid, dude. Uh yeah. I, I have some other stuff, but I need I, to cool I, down. I don't, I don't think uh, God approves. <laughs> God's like I I have nothing to do with him. I'm gonna walk away. I was never here. <laughs> but, yeah. okay, so I need to cool down after that story. Anton, do you have some good tech news? Oh, yeah. So, you know, I have an Oculus Rift. Yeah? And with a sweet PC? Yeah, with a pretty sweet PC. But um, lately, it looks like Facebook's been doing a lot of stuff under wraps. And, uh, I mean, they've been talking about this for a while, but... I think it's finally available for people to actually purchase and it is called oculus go and this is the first uh i think vr system that doesn't require a powerful pc or anything at all uh hence the name go you can pretty much wear it and control it with your phone you can load apps into it load uh, uh games into it and it has uh, two sizes that you can get. You can get 32 or 64 uh, gigs. So it's basically a console on its own. Oh, and that's 
how big are these games? And I think that's my question right there. Is is are those sizes sufficient for a decent amount of games? Uh, I think uh, it it varies. It can be okay. anywhere from two to five gigs, and I think they're pretty big enough for certain experiences. Uh, I don't think uh, they have anything to a certain extent, but. Uh, I think the games are are more enjoyable because I think it's cheap. Mm-hmm. It ranges anywhere from a dollar to probably nine ninety nine. Okay, and I, and I think the sizes make sense. Mm-hmm. I, I was thinking just because it's VR, a lot more possible information needs to be stored. But that's because I was comparing it to console games or PC games where it's a full campaign. I'm assuming the VR stuff is more of an experience than an actual full story, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like most of the games that uh, I've I've ever bought on the Oculus, like um, I think Rick and Morty is one of the the ones that uh, really took four to five hours of my time <laughs> out of it. But oh, wow. I think it, it was actually worth it because. Um, I really enjoyed it. The, like the puzzles and everything was pretty awesome, and uh, I think it was like twenty five bucks for that game, but uh, well worth the time. It's it's worth the five hours. So, is it replayable? Is it is like is it like one of those games that's different every single time you play it? Um, yes and no. Okay. <laughs> because there are certain things that you need to do to complete certain levels, um, a hundred percent. So sometimes when you don't get the hundred percent, you get like sixty percent. You can still complete that level. So there's that replay value where you can go back and get a higher score. So it's like those those gamers that are perfectionists. Yeah. Uh, what game was it? There, yeah, there are certain games where people just keep replaying and replaying until they can get the highest score possible. I think like Candy Crush, that kind, those kind of games. Yeah. Um, okay. That, so it's one of those you just want to top yourself. Oh, Guitar Hero. Yeah, Guitar Hero. Throwing it back. Yeah, you're right. Okay, I get it. All right, makes sense to me. All right, so the two versions, the first version, the 32 gig one that I was talking about earlier, that one is $199, which is a very, very reasonable price. And also the 64 gigabyte is an extra $50, so it's $249. Oh, that's not bad at all. Yeah, it's not that bad at all. Uh, I don't know a whole lot about the whole um, controller issue. Um, because right now on the picture, I only see one controller. Comparing it to the Oculus Rift, you have two controllers, and they're touch controllers where you you know you can move around and it tracks you. But on this Oculus Go, it looks like it's just one controller. So I don't really know exactly how that's gonna go about. Maybe there's a Wi-Fi one. Yeah, maybe there's a Wi-Fi mm-hmm. one, but um, who knows right now? Um, I wish they unveiled more information about it but if you go on their website you can see if they're doing any demos at best buys near you i know that the one uh that is in my area they're actually taking out a whole chunk of the oculus uh rift area to renovate it into oculus go uh area so um when i went today to check it out at uh, best buy i didn't see anything but uh, one of the guys said that they're going to have a demo this weekend and the whole area is going to look different. So it's going to be sat- uh, Saturday and Sunday. All right, just even e- Oculus Rift aside, 
Best Buy looks very different than it did four years ago. Yeah. So I'm sure they have a lot of demo space now. Yeah, I, I think, you know, Best Buy, uh, the way that they sell things now, it's more of like um, a brand display. Because you, yeah. you know how like uh, when you walk into a store, uh, you know what you're looking for. And mm-hmm. they kind of change that. Now when you go to Best Buy, you don't know what you're looking for. They're actually having displays showing you that you need this stuff. It's a good example because, um, uh, you know, Macy's, when they have like those makeup counters with all of those Mm -hmm. displays with a lot of lights and it's trying to make, you know, makeup look good. So then when you go in, you're like, oh, I want that makeup. Not not saying that we want makeup, but, you know, the woman. But yeah, (laughs) just set up their fancy TVs with the uh, what's that setting? Dynamic dynamic mode. Mm -hmm. Yep. So it looks ultra ultra HD. Yeah, so it's it's crazy. When you walk into the store, they have a cell phone section with a bunch of cell phones on display, which is kind of a regular thing that we've seen for years now, but uh, uh, it's not just cell phones anymore. Like, you can go to the sound section. They have, like, a Polk audio section with the, its own logo and a, its own display and its own uh, demo buttons. And then you look to your right, there's the home security center. So... Uh, they have um, Google Home, they have Alexa, they have Arlo, they have a bunch of other things there. And they all have different sections with the demo button. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I I get what they're going for. I personally don't need it, but I can actually see people that, don't, that aren't used to the online shopping experience or don't know if they should buy something online, how that would be useful for them. But all right, sorry, I I I put you on a tangent. Uh, anything else about Oculus Rift that I should know? Uh, or Oculus Go? Okay, I'm really excited for that because I I think it's gonna open a lot more people to VR, and I just oh, definitely yeah, and I just want to play Catan in VR with you know my friends. So, uh, especially you, I I think this is something that you. You could probably get for Christmas, and we can probably play board games in VR. Well, it definitely makes it more accessible. Because, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, we we're talking about 200 250 price range. That's console prices. That's, you know, instead of a Wii or an Xbox, kids could be asking for an Oculus. Yeah. Parents won't have to buy, a, a, you know, a decent PC to plug it in. Yeah, and I, I don't know how you can watch uh, VR porn on this, but um, yeah, we'll see. Hack, hackers, hackers will find a way. Yeah. <laughs> it turns out if you just switch this little switch in the back, you're good to go. <laughs> or just plug a USB something. That's fine. They'll find a way. Yep. <laughs> All right, Tom. Uh, you know what? I was going to mention something about China, but I think I'll cover that in our movie section. Okay. All right. To the movies. Movies. All right, Anton. So, Avengers came out last week. We kind of touched on the the new section. We haven't touched about talked about their numbers. So, in our in our summer movie draft chat, we I, I asked people like, what, you know, this is not part of our summer movie draft, but out of curiosity, how much do you think it's going to make its opening weekend? I guess somewhere around two fifteen, two ten. Mm-hmm. And everybody was saying I was overestimating. <laughs> uh, 
let me just pull this up because I oh, actually had it on my iPad. So, Avengers broke records opening weekend with a $257.7 million opening weekend. That is record breaking. That's insane. And that's like, I, I, I can easily see this going 600 million by the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Or end of the month, by the end of like 30 days. Uh, to top that off, what's your what's always the thing we tease you about during our movie draft when you use like logic? When you're like, oh, why'd you pick this movie? Uh, the logic? What, like, or what, what target What target audience do you use to defend your choices? Uh, for me, in the past, it was just, you know, Oscar-worthy movies. But I guess it's more of what the people want to watch, like action. And just something that they would enjoy during the summer. No, I remember specifically, and we kind of talked about having having the summer movie draft be include foreign totals also. Oh, yeah. Uh, the funny thing about this total is uh, that does not include China. Yeah, if you can imagine, China would be even more ridiculous, of course. Well, well worldwide, right now it's at $630 million worldwide. China does not have an opening week until like two weeks from now. Yeah. I, I, I think is- it's going to hit uh, in the billions, of course, total. Oh, easily. Yeah. Easily in the billions by the time it finishes in China the first weekend. Mm-hmm. That's insane, dude. Uh, so it did not beat the what's it called Force Awakens, but damn it, it came so close. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait! It beat Force Awakens. It did. Yes. I, I have it. Uh, do, 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 do. Yeah, because Kathleen Kennedy wrote a letter with the picture and everything. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I saw the numbers backwards. Yeah. It, it beat it by ten million. Yeah. You're right. I saw the I saw the the poster. It was uh, the iconic. Oh, what was her name? The the Ray. Well, Ray, but what's that orangey character? Amaz Kanata. Amaz Kanata, yeah, like Amaz Kanata, like handing the the lightsaber to Ray, but instead of this way, it was they were handing it off to Iron Man. Yep. Yeah, you're right. I I totally forgot about you. yeah. So yeah. That's and uh, you know I was joking with Josias, but I can easily see this going back and forth between the two franchises for the foreseeable future. Oh yeah, uh, I think so. Uh, I don't know so much about. Um, I don't know. I think next year, I think uh, Captain Marvel might do really good, and then uh, I think. The next Avengers movie will probably beat this record for sure. Okay, well, I, good thing you brought that up. I, I totally forgot I wanted to talk about this. But uh, so, Avengers: Infinity War, that is the last movie for Kevin Feige, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So from now on, the person that has been, you know, nurturing this franchise and overseeing it, making sure everything gets all the pieces fit perfectly together. He's out. Yep. Do do you see the Marvel franchise dipping, or do you think it'll continue being awesome? I think it continues being awesome because they already have movies lined up already, even before he announced anything about him leaving. But even then, they have the movies lined up, but do they have the scripts? Do they have the, the arcs all laid out? Oh, they, 
I think they have the formula down, dude. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, just hearing, you know, how how involved Kevin Feige is in in situations where, you know, there would be a team in a meeting to talk about the storyline, and they would just, you know, get the sign off from the person overseeing everything. Kevin Feige was in those meetings. Like he said, like he didn't send people in on his place, or he didn't say, "Yeah, yeah, just give me the bullet points." No, he was in those meetings, having discussions with the directors and writers. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, all these main characters that we really love will eventually, you know, be part of the MCU. But I don't think their stories will continue. I think uh, a lot of the other marvel characters will shine a lot more because i think it comes down to having a lot of these new comic book characters will surprise people a lot more yeah and that's the thing i think having having this many characters on screen is awesome and having the popular ones being well, even not this not so you know popular in comic book form ones come to life on the on the screen was a way to get people involved and uh, kind of the example I used last week in our in our special edition. You know, people that aren't really comic book geeks were coming, were were watching the movies and were involved, not involved but invested into this franchise. Mm-hmm. So I think now people are into it so Marvel can introduce lesser-known characters or uh, maybe newer characters that haven't been in the comic book world that long. And people yeah, are more they basically to them. set everything up already. Yeah, they, you know, they, they, you, you took the bait. Now you're, now you're hooked. Uh, okay, so before we leave the news for, the, for China, uh, I just wanted to read this from NBC News. Uh, American multiplexes are no longer the be-all and end-all of Hollywood. The major studios, some in partnership with Chinese franchisers and co-producers, are finding that there's sometimes more money to be made in Shanghai and Beijing, where middle-class middle-class consumers thrill to big-budget uh, spectacles. Yeah, so, you know, Back in back in the days, a lot of people in China used to pirate movies all the time, and oh, yeah. that was because during that time, China didn't really take uh, a serious approach to American movies, and a lot of the movies that were shown in China was basically, um, let's say, it came out today in China. Mm-hmm. You can find it on the black market probably the next day. Or in a couple hours. And it, it basically ruined the whole market for China for a very long time. And I guess they took a serious approach to a point where they put laws down. Yeah. Where they can't pirate movies anymore. So the only way for people to watch these movies is to go to the movie theaters. And especially in Asia... Uh, today there are a lot of movie plexes that are being built yes and a lot more people have been going to the movies because it's a totally different experience than watching it on a television at home so funny you mentioned the 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 multiplexes Mm -hmm. so the the article finishes with 
Attendance at American movie theaters have slumped in recent years amid rising ticket prices, uh, fatigue with long-running franchises, and stiff competition from streaming services. But in China, where tickets are generally cheaper and Netflix is banned, hundreds of millions of people flock to countries to the country's more than 40,000 movie screens every weekend. Yeah, and dude, these movieplexes are so nice. They're even nicer than what we have here. Surprisingly. Uh, I've heard um there's apparently there's a there's a, a theater in Tijuana out of all places, uh Korean owned where they do the 4D experience. Oh, okay. I I've haven't. I mean, I I think this seems more like something you'd see at Universal Studios, but yeah, apparently the the seats rumble, they move. Oh, they, you know, I think you're talking about the D box. The the butt kicker. No, no, it's called D box. Uh, they it's a Korean company that made that. Yes, yeah. it's Korean owned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe, but yeah, I'm like like wow, people. I I know people that go to TJ. <laughs> With their family to go, uh, and one person went to go see Avengers. Yeah, they actually had that at the um, the theater at the Garden Walk, and uh, for a while it didn't really take off. I don't think they sold a whole lot of tickets. I don't, I don't know if they still have that there though. But I think you uh, should check it out. I don't think so, but I mean, the Garden Walk, as cool as it was being there, mm-hmm. I wasn't a fan of the parking. Oh no, it's a, it's a little odd. Yeah, uh, I got lost going to the freaking bowling alley there a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I just popped up in the middle of the shopping center. I'm like, oh, okay, I don't know where I am, but all right. Yep. Um. Yeah. So, China, man, that that's your. They screwed you over with the uh, World of Warcraft, but they're they're making a comeback with the other movie franchises. Oh yeah, I I, I think uh, China has a. Okay, here's here's what I thought about China. China made really good movies before American movies were good because uh-huh. Chinese action movies are amazing. And then it got to a point yeah. where Hollywood, CGI, and all these amazing stuff made movies even better. And I guess they, a lot of the directors took the elements of Chinese filmmaking for action and just took it to another level. And I think uh, uh, the Chinese are falling behind because they're not as good as they used to be. But I think because Hollywood, Hollywood took a lot of their talent too. Yeah. And plus, I, I think, you know, China will get to a point where they're going to be making better movies than American movies eventually. True. True. And it'll be stuff that... The- the Chinese people will, will really will, will target the Chinese populace. Populace. Oh yeah. So all right. Um, anything else for movie news, Anton? Nope. I think we should get into TV. All right. Let's do it to the TV section. Let's do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. All right. So Enjoy. last week was the was it the premiere? Yeah. Not yeah, last not, weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Not this Sunday, but the um. Not this past Sunday, but the Sunday before that, uh, Westworld Season 2 finally came back on. And I have a couple things to say about this uh, season. That it was awesome? 
<laughs> um, it, it is. You're like, Alan, are you reading my notes? Get over my notes. <laughs> so last season, a lot of the things were answered. And that's the thing I appreciate about this show compared to a whole lot of other J.J. Abrams shows is that this one, they actually go through and show you like, hey, this is this is uh, uh, something that happens. And then later on, it tells you how it happens. So it kind of gives you like a closure to questions. So I really appreciated it until the very last episode of last season where something just crazily just Fs everything over. And then this season starts. And the first episode totally mind fucks you the whole entire time because you don't know what the hell is going on. You have like a hundred crescents now instead of just like ten from the last episode from the previous season. So now it's just I don't even know why I'm watching it. Like I, I know I I wanna know what's gonna happen, but some of the things don't even make sense to me. It's like how is this gonna happen now when this thing is happening and this other thing is happening and the whole thing last season, the whole mind twisting at the very end, the mind fucked at the very end where it totally uh mind fuck you? Yeah. I don't even know how that interprets into this season. Like I keep thinking about certain things in a certain way to understand this season, but it's all over the place and it's really messing my, with my mind right now. So Wait. Okay, so I haven't seen World's World. So are you telling me that the new season started off with them pretty much ignoring the cliffhanger from the previous season? No, no, it, it continues from the cliffhanger, but then okay. they're just they they just keep introducing new questions that you have but they can't be answered. And so it's a total that's the JJ move right there. Yeah, but okay, so this is I think this is one of the shows for the very first time where it doesn't even make sense on what what type of storytelling it's trying to do because it's telling you different segments of time. Like uh it'll tell you like, oh hey, today is this, tomorrow is this. Wait a minute, we need to go back and tell you this. Wait, no, we need to go forward and tell you this. So is it the same director throughout the whole series or are they switching off per episode? It's uh, I, I think they switch off uh, different directors. Yeah, I wonder if that's that's part of it. No, 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 no. There's a reason why they do that. Okay. Yeah. So it's by design. Yeah. Usually, like let's say, uh, for any type of movie or TV show, they would introduce a character, and they would like go through the whole entire, um, uh, like uh, kind of like showing what that character is about. Like the whole backstory. This one doesn't do that. This one just crams a bunch of characters at you. And you have to figure things out as you go. Okay. Eh, I can deal with that. Okay, so... I know you like watching... I mean, you watched the premiere. Mm -hmm. Is this one of the shows that you could be fine with just waiting till the end of the season and just binge watching throughout the whole thing? Or do you like that week-to-week update? Well, this is, I'd say I like the week-to-week thing on this thing because it keeps you thinking. Yeah. 
You have to you have to let yourself process it a little bit. Yeah, you process it a little bit and you think about it. And when you think you know something, it it's not it. You know, uh, that's kind of what I miss about the traditional TV schedule. Mm-hmm. Is I mean, when uh, Lost first premiered in, when we were in high school, people were really into it. And like to the point where like I'd be in class and even the teacher would be talking to students about the last week's episode. Mm-hmm. Just uh, that little experience of catching up with everybody, you know, giving your your fan theories or your your viewer theories. It's it was a nice little touch. It, it was an experience that we don't have that with with streaming that well. Yeah, I mean we have it like season season to season, but not week to week. Yeah. So for loss. You have to always question yourself because not all questions are answered. But in this one, if they come up with something, they answer it. So that's the only difference between the two shows. So JJ learned? I don't know if it's JJ, but he produced it, but I don't think he has full control over it. I wonder if it's JJ pitching the the, the questions and then the writer's going... Oh fuck! Okay, how do we write that in? <laughs> how do we explain that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so Westworld season two. So so far, you have uh, they have your approval. Yeah, they have my approval. But if you would like to watch, I recommend watching the first season only and wait, because the second episode is really messing with me too. Oh my god! Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for the warning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Anton. Uh, do you want to learn about the shows that are going to get renewed or canceled this season, or do you want to go straight to our next segment? Uh, up to you. Spoiler: There's no surreal, There's no real surprises. Okay. All right. I'll just give you a quick rundown. I mm. won't even go into the conversation about it. Okay. Uh, so here's a list of the shows that are going to get renewed for ABC. Uh, The Good Doctor. Yes. Grey's Anatomy. Nice. They're, there seems to be a theme there for their dramas. Yep. Uh, comedies, The Goldbergs, Modern Family, and Roseanne. Mm-hmm. Uh, here are shows that they expect another season for. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., How to Get Away with Murder, Station 19, American Housewife, Blackish, Fresh Off the Boat, Speechless, and Splitting Up Together. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, the shows that are going away for ABC, uh, The Crossing, Deception, Designated Survivor, For the People, Inhumans, Kevin Possibly Saves the World, and Alex Inc. Okay, I can talk oh, wait, about... Sorry, 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 sorry. Those are the ones that are on the chopping block. So they're on the fence, but more than likely they'll get canceled. Okay, so I think Alex Inc. might get another chance. Inhumans, of course, is going to go away because it should have been a movie nope. instead. Yeah, nobody was really happy with that. Even Marvel fans are kind of like, meh. Yeah, and then the third one is Deception. I think they had an idea down. It's just too cheesy, and they're forcing the tricks, the magic tricks, too much. Oh, I remember that trailer. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I I watched the first four episodes. Uh, Big fan of the tricks, but not not how it ties into the story. Yeah, no, it it wasn't a kind of a, what's it called? Now You See Me? Now you see me, but the TV show. <laughs> this is cheesier. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. I, I thought the now you see me is cheesy, 
This is even but enough, But in a fun way. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so the shows that are actually canceling or ending. Uh, Scandal, Once Upon a Time, and The Middle. Those are on their last season. And the ones that are getting canceled are 10 Days in the Valley. Never heard of it. And mm-hmm. The Mayor. I only heard about it for the pilot. Never heard from it again. Yeah. Uh, CBS, Renewed, uh, Bull, Blue Buds, Hawaii Five-0, yeah, uh, MacGyver, uh, Madam Secretary, NCIS, NCIS Los Angeles, NCIS New Orleans, SEAL Team, and SWAT. You can kind of tell what theme CBS goes for. Uh, also, <laughs> The Big Bang Theory, Mom, and Young Sheldon. Mm-hmm. Uh, shows that expect another season, Criminal Minds, Ransom, Kevin Can Wait. Man with a Plan, and Life in Pieces. Uh, on the chopping block, you have Instinct, Scorpion, 9JKL, no idea what that is, and Superior Donuts, shows that are canceled, Wisdom of the Crowd, Living Biblically, Me, Myself, and I. I can kind of tell why those are being canceled because I've never heard of them. Mm-hmm. Scorpion a- was kind of cool, though, but I guess was it, it didn't work out. Okay, so... Am I th- am I thinking of the right one or am I thinking of Scorpio, the show that's like has a guy from uh, American Pie? I can't remember. <laughs> I can't re- I can't remember either. I was kind of like on the fence about it. Yeah. Uh, CW, uh, renewed Arrow, Black Lightning, my cr- uh, crazy ex girlfriend, Dynasty, Legends of Tomorrow, The Flash, Jane the Virgin, Riverdale, Supergirl, Supernatural. Oh Jesus, Supernatural got renewed. <laughs> We were just talking about them. Uh, again, you can kind of tell the theme that CW has. Yep. Uh, expected another season, I Zombie. I'm kind of on the fence about that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, chopping Block, you have Life Sentence. Uh, shows that are canceled for CW, The Originals, and Valor. And last one, Fox, Renewed, Nine One One, Empire, The Gifted, The Orville, The Simpsons. Nothing really surprising there. Uh, shows that are expected at the end of the season. Lethal Weapon, The Resident, Star, Boz Burgers, Family Guy, The Last Man on Earth, and The Mick. Yeah, I- I'm kind of curious about Lethal Weapon. I heard good things about it. I heard it too. And mm-hmm. the- I thought it was going to be one of those shows that like, it just had the pilot and maybe another episode or two, and then they would just cancel it. But apparently it was done very well. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of, I-, I do want to check that one out. I'll probably bench it once on it's on H- oh, HBO. On Hulu or something. On the chopping block, this is surpri- this surprises me. These are the ones that are on the fence that might not get renewed. 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 Uh, the Exorcist, Gotham, Lucifer, The X Files, Ghosted, Brooklyn Nine Nine, and Ellie to Vegas. So the X Files, I know that one's on the fence mostly because I think of con- contractual agreements. Mm-hmm. But I thought Gotham, Gotham and Lucifer were doing good. Yeah, I thought so too. But I, I, I guess, I guess it lost interest. I don't know. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with Gotham. I thought I was gonna get a, I thought I get a good following. Uh, oh, there's one more network. Sorry, uh, NBC. Uh, renewed. This is us. The Good Place. Superstore. Will and Grace. Uh, expected another season. <laughs> Jesus, I just saw the list right now. Expect another season. Law and Order, SVU, Chicago Fire, Chicago Med, Chicago PD, Good Girls, and The Blacklist. Jesus, really? 
Drama, drama, drama. Drama about Chicago. Drama, drama about Chicago. Drama about Chicago. <laughs> yeah, and then thriller. Uh, and then the expected to be canceled for them is uh, Taken. It's, it's it's funny seeing the list of the shows that got renewed for each network because you can kind of tell what what genre or what target they're they're going for. Yeah. All right, that's all. So yeah, that was just a quick rundown. I know it's a long list, but you know, for those that are fans, now you know. Yeah, uh, that was a quick rundown, five minutes. Yep, exactly. <laughs> As I said, just go right down that list. Do this. <laughs> all right, I, all right, Anton. I think we should Let's wrap it up. This. Wrapping it up. Yeah. All right. If people want to support our preaching, how can I do that? They can do that by going to our website at www.the2oc.com and probably purchase some stickers or t-shirts from our store. And if there's anything that they would like to buy that we were talking about on the show, they can click on our show notes or the Amazon banner on our website. It gives us a little kickback. Yeah, that Amazon banner really comes in handy. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, and you can follow us on social media at the 2OC on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or you can send us an email to mail at the 2OC.com. And don't forget to give us a five-star thumbs up, whatever the rating system is on the app you're listening to us on. And tell a friend about us. Say, hey, check these guys out. Yeah, they're cool guys. Yeah, we're all right. I mean, I wouldn't want to hear my voice, but, you know, if you're into that. <laughs> uh, all right, Anton. Anything else? Nope, that's it. All right, for the two OC, I'm Al Flores, and I'm Anton Dual. Safe trip, Anton.